Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Pin for Pin podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Atkinson, and it is NCAA championship week. We had the PBA Masters happen last week, and now it's NCAA championship week. It's full of ups and downs, top-ranked teams going down in the first round, unranked teams climbing up, trying to become the best, and I made predictions, and let's see if they were right. Before we start with the brackets, I should tell you about how you advance in the bracket. So the regional and championship brackets will be determined by double elimination with each round being best of three. That includes three game formats, which are Baker, total pinfall, five-person team match, and best of seven Baker match play. So you get one point if your team wins the Baker total pinfall, one point if you win the five-person team match play, and if it needs to go to number three, it goes to the best of seven Baker match play. Yes, so now that you know all the things and how each one is determined, let's go to the bracket. So up first in regional one, we have McKendry versus Roberts Wesleyan, and then you have Duquesne's and Sacred Heart. So the match between McKendry and Roberts Wesleyan, I had picked McKendry to win. I thought McKendry, with all their experience, would do quite well in this bracket. I didn't see them getting challenged. And so Roberts Wesleyan goes into the loser's bracket. And then... It's Duquesne's versus Sacred Heart. And I had picked Duquesne's to win this match based upon their ranking and where they were and how I thought they were bowling. I thought they would do great and it would be McKentry versus Duquesne's. And then I had in the loser's bracket, Roberts Wesleyan versus Sacred Heart. I chose Sacred Heart to advance in the loser's bracket. Back up top, McKendry versus Duquesne. I chose McKendry to beat Duquesne, sending them into the loser's bracket against Sacred Heart, where I have Sacred Heart beating them. And then I have McKendry versus Sacred Heart, and then I picked McKendry to win. So my pick for Region 1 is McKendry. Now, I made my picks before the entire tournament began, and right now it is the end of Wednesday, and so rounds one and two have completed, which means it's matches one through four have been completed. So as I predicted, McKendry beat Roberts Wesleyan, but Sacred Heart beat Duquesne. And so that was a pleasant surprise. But McKendry at the end beat Sacred Heart to move on to match six in the bracket. In the loser's bracket, we have Roberts Wesleyan versus Duquesne, and Duquesne's got the win. And then 
Duquesne and Sacred Heart will battle it out in match five to see who gets to face McKendry. Region two, I was a bit torn because Nebraska and Vanderbilt both have a fantastic shot of winning it all. So it was quite hard to choose. But I had Nebraska over Madeline for them to advance and Vanderbilt over Mount St. Mercy's. And then I picked Nebraska to beat Vanderbilt. In the loser's bracket, Madeline and Mount St. Mary's got together and I picked Mount St. Mary's to win. And then Mount St. Mary's would go against Vanderbilt in which Vanderbilt would win. So it would be a rematch between Nebraska and Vanderbilt. And then I picked Vanderbilt to win. And then it would need to go to match number seven. And it only goes to match number seven if the winner of match five defeats the winner of match three in match six. And match seven would be a best of seven Baker match play. But in the end, I would say that Nebraska inks out a win very, very slimly against Vanderbilt to win this region. But as we all know, upsets do happen. And Madeline, the 15 seed, upsets number two seed Nebraska. Vanderbilt, as predicted, beats Mount St. Mercy. And then Vanderbilt goes on to beat Madeline. Nebraska and Mount St. Mary's come together in match four, in which Nebraska wins. And it'll be Nebraska versus Madeline, which is a rematch in match five to see who faces Vanderbilt in match six. So this will be interesting because Madeline already beat Nebraska previously, making it an upset. But I think Nebraska has the best chance in beating Vanderbilt. So it will be quite something to behold. For Region 3, it is North Carolina A&T versus Prairie View A&M and Arkansas State versus Delaware State. I had North Carolina A&T beating Prairie View A&M and I had Delaware State beating Arkansas State. And then I had NC A&T beating Delaware State to put them still in the winner's bracket. In the loser's bracket, I had Prairie View versus Arkansas State and Arkansas State beating Prairie View. And then Arkansas State going up against Delaware State. And then Arkansas getting out on top with that. And then I predicted that in the big match, it would be North Carolina A&T coming out on top as still the top team in this pairing. But how it actually went down was North Carolina A&T beat Prairie View like I predicted, but Arkansas State beat Delaware State, and then Arkansas State beat NC A&T. And so there the survivors of the winner's bracket, and then Prairie View lost to Delaware State first round in the loser's bracket, and then Delaware State 
goes up against North Carolina A&T in match five. And the winner of that will get Arkansas State. And if North Carolina beats Arkansas State, then it will go to match number seven to decide who wins the region. So this is quite an interesting bracket. I'm excited to see how it plays out further. I would like North Carolina A&T to win because that's who I'm rooting for. It's a great team here in North Carolina, and I hope they have much success. In Region 4, it was number 4 Louisiana Tech versus number 13 Youngston University, and then it was FDU versus Sam Houston State. And so I had picked Louisiana Tech to beat Youngston, and then I had picked FDU to beat Sam Houston State, and then I picked FDU to beat Louisiana Tech. So I had chosen FDU to be the winner of match three. And so in the loser's bracket, I had Sam Houston State beating Youngston, and then Sam Houston State beating Louisiana Tech. So my finals match I had FDU versus Sam Houston State. But it didn't go out that way because number 13 Youngston upsets Louisiana Tech, the number four seed. FDU beat Sam Houston as I predicted, but then Youngston beat FDU. So now they're the lowest seed to be in the finals match. In the loser's bracket, Louisiana Tech lost to Sam Houston State, and so Sam Houston State moves on to take on FDU. Going by the numbers, here's what had happened. So McKendry defeated Roberts Wesleyan 2-0. Medline defeated Nebraska 2-1. NCANT defeated Prairie View 2-1. Youngston defeated Louisiana Tech 2-0. Sacred Heart defeated defeated Duquesne 2-0. Vanderbilt defeated Mount Mercy, Mount St. Mercy 2-0. Arkansas State beat Delaware State 2-0. And FDU beat Sam Houston State 2-0. That's round one. Round two, Vanderbilt defeated Madeline 2-0. Nebraska defeated Mount St. Mercy's 2-1. McKendry defeated Sacred Heart 2-1. Duquesne beat Roberts Wesleyan 2-0. Arkansas State beat North Carolina A&T 2-1. That match was super, super close. It came down to the absolute last game. Youngston defeated FDU 2-0. Sam Houston State defeated Louisiana Tech 2-1. And Delaware State defeated Prairie View A&M 2-0. So congratulations to all of them. But in the next day's regional round, it's McKendry versus Roberts Wesleyan. I'm picking McKendry in this one. I think they're going to win this region and everything in it. In the second match, it's Duquesne versus Sacred Heart. I'm going to, hmm, I picked Duquesne to lose to Sacred Heart. So I'm going to keep with that prediction. Number three, Nebraska versus Madeline. I'm picking Nebraska in that 
Vanderbilt versus Mount St. Mary's. I'm picking Vanderbilt in that. You can't go wrong with picking national champions. Louisiana Tech versus Youngston State. I believe Youngston is going to pull through and win this region. It's one of the most interesting storylines going into this because they are the lowest ranked team that survived thus far, and they're actually beating all these good teams. So I'm picking Youngston to win that region. North Carolina A&T versus Prairie View A&M. I'm going to pick North Carolina A&T. Go Aggies. Number seven, Arkansas State versus Delaware State. I'm going to pick Arkansas State to win that one. And then FDU versus Sam Houston. I think I'm going to go with FDU on this one because I had picked Sam Houston to win the region, but it didn't quite work out the way I wanted. And so I think FDU has a chance to win it again. But they'd have to go through Youngston, but I don't know if they can. But it will be quite an interesting match. Well, that's all for this week in college bowling. Let's move on to what's happening in the PBA. The Masters was last weekend, and boy, was it interesting. In the first match, we had Spencer Robarge versus Chris Vai. And Spencer was trying to become the youngest player to win a major championship on the PBA Tour. And he did pretty well. He defeated Chris Vi by more than 20 pins and advanced to match number two, which was against Jason Sterner, who is a good player but was nursing a few injuries. And it showed Robarts beat Jason Sterner 224 to 166. Now, the interesting thing was, next up was Thomas Larson, who was kind of underrated and a bit underappreciated, but he beat Spencer Robarts. Now, I picked Robarts to make it to the finals and then lose to Jesper Svensson, but this was very unforeseen. Now, in the finals match, it was Jesper Svensson, the Iceman, against Thomas Larson. And I thought this would be a win for Jesper Svensson, but no. Jesper's ball reaction wasn't all there, and it was a bit tough. He had the chance to win it all himself, but his ball reaction just wasn't there. And Thomas Larson beats Jesper Svensson. 197 to 176, and this makes it his first major victory, his first win on U.S. soil. He has two other PBA titles, but they were in, they were not in the U.S. They were international events, and so yes, Thomas Larson almost gave up on becoming a PBA tour player, but he stuck it out. And this is what happens, which is awesome. I'm so happy for Thomas Larson. Heartbreaking for the other participants, though. But now he earns a berth to the PBA Super Slam, which is with all the major champions. And in past years, 
we've seen that like say a Belmonte would win two majors but this year it's been a different major winner every single time which is good it gives us some parity and some thing interesting to talk about in terms of the PBA points race and the PBA player of the year race right now Kyle Troop is in that lead for PBA player of the year but the other major champions are close behind so it'll be quite interesting to see how it all breaks down but the US Open is this week it's a tough tough pattern three of them and Jason Belmonte is the defending champion and he'll have to do something because the past few outings for Belmo have not been to his standards or what any of us would have expected. He hasn't made a TV show this year and he is definitely in jeopardy of not becoming player of the year this year. He's still in the top 16 of the PPA points but he's not going to compete in the PBA playoffs because he's having his fourth child. And so that's another thing that will not help him in terms of PBA player points, but you can understand why he will want to take that time off after the U.S. Open. So that's all for this episode of the Pin for Pin podcast. It's going to be a great week. I'll recap the NCAA championship next week along with the U.S. Open. And then we'll start gearing up for the USBC Intercollegiate Team Singles and Team Championships. So remember, the levels of success are good, better, best. So never let it rest till you're better than the best. See you all in the next episode.